Hi everyone, this is Nellie. Thank you for tuning in today to my ministry, song, scripture, and my thoughts. Today is August 12th, 2022. Today's song recommendation, I actually have two songs for you today. The first one is Build My Life by Pat Barrett. And the second song is Firm Foundation by Selah. I hope that you pause here and go and look up the songs with lyrics and listen to them and sing to God's ears. Today's scripture will be found in the book of Matthew, chapter 7, verses 24 through 28, and the book of Luke, chapter 13, verses 1 through 5, and we will end with the book of John, chapter 3, verses 1 through 21. Today's podcast message is titled, The Two Foundations. I want to go into my thoughts just a little bit. In my last podcast, we went over the narrow and the wide gates found in the book of Matthew, chapter 7, verses 13 through 23. And I wanted to just add to that just a little bit. I may or may not have mentioned that it's important to realize always that God is holy. Therefore, we are to be holy as well. And that is why when I said in the last message, that staying on the narrow road is difficult because the goal is to stay holy because God is holy. Now, if you listen to the song recommendation for the last podcast, the song basically says that every day we're going to mess up. We're not going to get it right. And you don't have to get it right to stay on the narrow road. God knows the heart of repentance. What I was trying to say is that God does not want you to keep sinning. He wants you to nail the deeds of the flesh to the cross. And once you do that, then you can listen to the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, who eventually starts sanctifying you into remembering or you once you start repenting immediately or pretty close after your sin the Holy Spirit of God will put it on your heart and your mind that what you just did isn't right you more or less know the difference between right and wrong if the Holy Spirit is working in your life the born-again mission is the pursuit to be holy. We must live a life that glorifies God. And when when we're on the narrow road, our lives glorify God, not ourselves. We choose God wholeheartedly, not half-heartedly, but wholeheartedly. That's when you know you're on the narrow gate. So you can have You can be doing wrong things, seek God, and then he teaches you how to live a righteous life. 
and, and he teaches us to nail your flesh to the cross and to leave it there, but to not despair if you mess up because the goal in your heart is to glorify God and to be holy as God is holy. That has to be the goal. But the Holy Spirit is the only one that can get you to that goal. You can't we can't do it on our own in our own strength in our own power. Otherwise, we are ourselves trying to be God in our own lives. So the narrow gate is to follow Jesus. Jesus is the gate. Jesus is the way, the truth and the life. First and foremost, if you don't believe in him, you're definitely on the wide road. So in the last message, we have to do the Father's will. And the Father's will we'll find in the Holy Bible. We have to submit to God. We have to be submissive to God. So don't despair if you're messing up on the daily because we are not going to get it right. What I was saying is God is saying that if we practice sin all the time without repentance, if it takes us a year to repent of something we're doing today, then we are not right with God. We're on the wide road. Okay, so let's get into, I want to remind you that again, this is Jesus speaking. God is speaking. This is the final piece of the Sermon on the Mount, and we need to remember his words because this sermon is so important. He knew that he was going to get a big crowd, and he wanted to get the message across, And if we remember the apostles and how he was teaching them, he wasn't teaching them to stay in the sinful life. He was teaching them to follow him. He is the gate. He is the gate. So here we go. We're going to listen to Jesus's words in the final piece of his sermon. And he titles it, The Two Foundations. We'll begin at verse 24. Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and acts on them may be compared to a wise man who built his house on the rock. Pause. Need to hear him. Sometimes if you, if you can't hear him because his sheep do hear his voice, you need to ask him to open up your ears so you can hear And not only does he want you to hear, but he wants you to act on them. So go back and read chapters 5, 6, and 7 to hear and act on what God is trying to tell us to do. Not everybody's going to listen. If you listen, if you hear and act, he compares you to a wise man who built his house on the rock. And the rock is Jesus Christ. Verse 25, and the rain fell and the floods came and the winds blew and slammed against that house and yet it did not fall for it had been founded on the rock. 
to have a firm foundation, it's the Holy Spirit's job to lead us into all truth. Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life. Trust in him wholly in all things. Get in this habit. So when something terrible happens, you'll be steady and ready to be able to keep your eyes on him who will eventually lead you home. If you're not firmly planted on the rock, which is Jesus, the troubles of this life will get you. If you allow the troubles of this life to affect you, as the devil wants your troubles to affect you, you're not going to have a firm foundation if you allow the troubles to affect you. Jesus' description of a wise person, this person has troubles, and he describes troubles as rain, enough rain to have a flood, and the winds will blow and slam your house down. If we are true born-again believers, we are a spiritual house of God. And so what he's saying is, if you're wise and follow him and stay on the, the narrow road and follow him and let the Holy Spirit guide you home, eventually that's our destination to go to heaven, that none of the troubles of this world will ever blow your house down. Your spiritual house will stand firmly on Jesus the rock. Your spiritual house will not fall. Verses 26 through 28 read, Everyone who hears these words of mine and does not act on them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. The rain fell, and the floods came, and the winds blew and slammed against that house, and it fell, and great was its fall. When Jesus had finished these words, the crowds were amazed at his teaching, for he was teaching them as one having authority and not as their scribes. That is the end of the Sermon on the Mount. I want to go into that passage there. He says, if you don't act on his words, and Jesus describes you as a foolish spiritual house, where your house will be sunk in the sand because you're allowing the troubles of this life to upset you to the point where you don't want to follow the Lord. Or each time you have some trouble, you get further and further away from the Lord. This is the devil's plan. So each time, again, as his description, is a lot of rain creating a flood and winds blowing and slamming your house. But your house, if he's calling you a foolish house, your house will sink you won't be able to withstand the troubles of this world. So this is a warning. If you're on sinking sand and stay in that mindset, you'll probably take the mark of the beast in 
this this all leads to these end troubling times where Satan takes over for a time, the Antichrist takes over for a time, and if you stay in the mindset of every trouble that you get, and you never build your house on the rock, Jesus Christ, to have a firm foundation, eventually you're going to be one of those ones that could possibly take the mark of the beast, because you're used to just not trusting God through your troubles. So start building your life on the solid foundation, which is Jesus Christ, that leads to eternal life with God. God warns us of troubling times. He gets us ready for the biggest trouble of all. That's the whole, his goal is to save us. That's why he gives us troubling times, allows for troubling times, so we can strengthen our spiritual house to be able to withstand the flaming arrows of the evil one for this time in life when he takes control, the Antichrist. I believe that if we've gotten it right and acted on God's word, because he tells us over and over in these passages to act on his word, we'll be steady and ready for the rapture before the biggest trouble even begins. So it's just something to think about. Really is because we need to be ready at all times because we're not even promised a tomorrow. We'll go over now to the book of Luke, chapter 13, verses 1 through 5. And I'm just going to read this passage here. It's Jesus speaking on repentance. Now, on the same occasion, there were some present who reported to him about the Galileans whose blood Pilate had mixed with their sacrifices. And Jesus said to them, Do you suppose that these Galileans were greater sinners than all other Galileans because they suffered this fate? I tell you, no. But unless you repent, you will all likewise perish. Or do you suppose that those 18 on whom the tower in Salome fell and killed them were worse culprits than all the men who lived in Jerusalem? I tell you, no. But unless you repent, you will all likewise perish. Pause. Now, it's not me saying this. Is right out of the book of Luke in red letters, Jesus saying that you must repent or you will suffer the same fate, which is separation from Him if you do not repent of your sins. So know the Word of God so you can know without anybody having to teach you what a sin is. And repent from it. So let's go over to the book of John. And I'm going to read about the new birth. This is where Jesus goes into saying that we must be born again. It's a story of Nicodemus. The new birth. Now there was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. 
This man came to Jesus by night and said to him, Rabbi, we know that you have come from God as a teacher, for no one can do these signs that you do unless God is with him. Jesus answered and said to him, Truly, truly, I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus said to him, How can a man be born when he is old? He cannot enter a second time into his mother's womb and be born, can he? Jesus answered, Truly, truly, I say to you, unless one is born of water and the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Do not be amazed that I said to you, you must be born again. The wind blows where it wishes, and you hear the sound of it, but do not know where it comes from and where it is going. So is everyone who is born of the Spirit. Pause. Jesus, in his own words, says that we need to be born again. We need to be born of the Spirit. It's a, it's a rebirth. So we, when you were born of the flesh, because we were all born sinners, if we stay in the flesh, we're still sinners. But if we're born again, we are born of the Spirit. And that's when the transformation begins, and that's when the sanctification begins. So if you are not born again, I encourage you to read the Word of God. Listen to some good preaching on the truth of the Word of God. Don't be fooled any longer. Don't be a foolish house. We must follow Jesus. We must have a firm foundation in knowing who our King of Kings is. He's the Lord of Lords, King of Kings. He's the Alpha and the Omega. We cannot try to twist his words into what we want want to hear from him to suit a sinful lifestyle. I hope this message reaches someone always. That's always my goal. I am not anyone's judge. I am just trying to come on to these podcasts and preach a true message to get you to think differently if you're out there thinking that you can continue in a sinful lifestyle and practice sin. I encourage you to check yourself in your walk with God. Are you really glorifying God in your walk? Does your love flow through to where God knows your heart? He knows you love him. He knows he, that you want a relationship with him. This is about a relationship with him. So if he says to someone, truly, truly, I did not know you, is because he didn't have a relationship with that person. 
And this relationship can come in, in a person's last breath if they accept the Lord as their Lord and Savior in their last breath and believe in Him. The narrow road is believing in the Son of God and following Him wholly. But you must be born again in order to do so. You must be on the solid rock, unwavering in your belief in Him. Because again, when the big trouble hits, you're going to lose your way. You're going to really lose your way. So find your way now. Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life. All the glory to God. Until next time, much love to all. Bye.